0: How can we as creative educators and entrepreneurs find our authentic voice, get real in a world where real is hard to come by, and share our vision all while making some serious money and keeping it all balanced? Hey, hey, it's Alyssa with the Teacher Hustle Podcast. If you're new here, welcome. Thanks for taking a chance on me. I'm a fifth grade teacher, toddler mom, and serial entrepreneur. I'm answering all your burning questions and bringing you simple business tips, mindset shifts, and inspiration to help you turn your passion into an income that makes an impact without being overly complicated. You know that one thing you can't stop talking about? We are going to share it with the world. So grab a cup of coffee and let's bring your wildest ideas to life. I can still remember the very first time I went live on video. It was shortly after I announced I'd be working with teachers on their marketing. And if you know my story, you know that before this for years I was a behind the scenes kind of a marketing gal. I was helping other business owners get visible online but doing it all kind of in the background and that was really fun but getting visible myself, putting myself out there, totally different story. When I hit the go live button, I had actual beads of sweat on my forehead for the entire video. My throat was totally dry and I was stumbling over my words and afraid I was going to go totally blank like I usually do when I get nervous. And to make matters worse, my mom popped into the live along with a couple of my friends from work and one of my Instagram idols who I had just been idolizing for months and months. She decided, to make an appearance on my live video as well so as if i wasn't sweating enough all of a sudden i could see all of these people in the live video and the entire time i stared at that little number of people next to the eyeball how many people are watching and every time someone left the live video i panicked because i thought I was boring them, why did they leave, oh my gosh. So in this podcast, I'm gonna save you from all of that. I'm gonna tell you all about getting visible on video and how that's gonna absolutely revolutionize and change your business, and it's gonna change it fast. And I'm gonna tell you why it's critical that you push yourself to do this, to get in front of the camera on the regular, and I'll teach you how to do it in a way that feels authentic and effortless. Not totally effortless, just almost almost effortless. I can't make video effortless, okay? But I'm gonna do my best to make it pretty easy for you. I actually, on my Instagram bio, I call myself a visibility coach. And I've played around with that title quite a few times, but I really love the term visibility coach because to me, a visibility coach challenges you to put yourself out there, even though things may not be perfect. I wanna challenge you to put yourself out there in a way that is authentic to you. And even though that person you went to high school with, maybe watching your live video, you're still going to put yourself out there. It's really very easy if you're a TPT seller to just list your products on TPT, right? And list them and hope people will find you. It's an entirely different ballgame when you're actually going to go out into the online world, get visible, and try to make a name for yourself in order to sell those products. Letting your ideal customer get to know you and relating to them and showing them the person behind the products. It is super valuable for your business. You know it's going to increase your impact and your income, but it's really, really stinking hard and it can be uncomfortable. It can, it can make you sweat and it can make you nervous and it can make you feel vulnerable, but that's the thing that makes you different. The thing that sets you apart from the rest is you're going to do it anyway, even though it's scary and makes you sweat and makes you feel vulnerable. Those beads of sweat on your forehead and all, you're going to put yourself out there again and again and again until you are so visible it's impossible for people to forget you. Okay, maybe not that visible. But seriously, we're going to always put ourselves out there again and again. And if you want to know how visible you have been getting in your business, by the way, and how visible you could be getting in your business, I, of course, as the queen of quizzes, I have a Cosmo-style quiz for that. It's really fun and quick. I'm going to link to it in the show notes, or you can go to alyssamcdonaldcom slash visit visibility quiz to find out how you're doing on the visibility scale. So let's talk about why video. Do you really need to create video for your business or can you just skip it? Even if you're not a YouTuber, you still need to be creating video for your business. And here's why. One of the major reasons is because it provides an immediate connection with your ideal audience. Think about local businesses. They have the amazing ability and gift to create a quick bond with a customer that could turn them into a customer for life. That's what small businesses have that's so special because they get to have those face-to-face interactions. Now that's way harder for us with online businesses because there's this pesky little computer between the two of us. So we have to get really creative and we have to find a way to make connections online. And one of the best ways you can make connections with your ideal customer online is to use video. If you need some stats to back it up, quick Google search, you will get a ton. Here's just a couple for you that I thought were really impactful. According to HubSpot, social media posts with videos have 48% more views than those who don't. And 62% of people were more interested in buying a product after viewing it in their Facebook story. So if that doesn't tell you how impactful video is, I don't know what will, but there are lots of statistics out there to support the fact that video in an online business can really, really change your whole strategy. Now the other really cool thing about video is that people are more likely to hit share on that post if the video made an impact on them. Video has a greater chance of making an impact, it's more shareable, it's viral content, it's that, that viral content that people want to share over and over and that's what we need to get at. So the bottom line is we have to be showing up through video in our business if we want to grow our impact and our income, if we want to make connections with the existing audience that we have, and if we want to expand our audience, we need to be on video. Now the thing that makes me a really good candidate to teach you about getting on video in your business is that I hated getting on video. And that means that if you also hate being on video, we can relate. I get you. I I know exactly how you feel. We are on the same page. And I did say I did hate it, by the way. I don't hate it now. I don't. I wouldn't say that I love it, just to be clear, um, because I love connecting with all of you but it still takes effort for me. Um, I'm totally a type B person. So by the time I do have a chance to get on video, I've probably finished just finished giving my kids baths and putting them to bed. So chances are my hair is a mess. Um, The sleeves of my shirt are probably wet from the bath. My makeup is totally gone by the end of the day. There are probably some bags under my eyes. And there's maybe five minutes of my life when I actually look like I'm put together. And that's the five minutes before I have to try to get my kids out the door in the morning. So nobody typically sees me that way. They may not even believe that I ever look put together. There is five minutes, I swear, but I'm not recording a video during those five minutes. So if I manage to look somewhat put together and I actually feel like I could show up on video, the background of my video is going to be a mess because there are literally always toys everywhere I look everywhere in my house. So I really have trouble with video because I used to have this mindset, or I should say I had trouble with video, because I used to have the mindset that my video wouldn't be good or wouldn't give off the right vibe because it's not put together or I'm not put together or the background isn't professional looking. I thought that I needed to be perfectly perfect to put out video content. I thought it needed to look like I had a film crew. And I know where I get that mindset, Right, It's from looking at videos that other people put out that look flawless and put together. But here's the thing, if they have a flawless video, they they most likely have help with that video. They're probably not DIYing that video. Or maybe they're they've worked on their video strategy for a while and they just have that down. I don't strive for perfect video anymore. And the minute I let that go is the minute that this became much easier and lighter because my audience relates way more to real. They relate way more to me if my hair is messy and if my sleeves are wet from the bath, like that's what they get and that's, to them what makes me show up in a way that they can kind of cling on to and say like, yeah, me too, or I get that, or I've been there. If I showed up every day on video and I looked perfect, they wouldn't realize they'd be like, wait a second, this girl's nothing like me, how is she gonna teach me about marketing and she doesn't really know what my life is like? But I've picked up some tips along the way in general for video that have helped a ton with making video less painful and help me kind of let go of the perfect, piece that I was striving for. So I wanna start by defining what I mean by showing up on video. I do not mean you need to have a YouTube channel. You certainly can have a YouTube channel and I definitely think you should have a YouTube channel if you find you're a natural with video and you love the idea of going that route but you can show up in video in lots of other places. It does not need to be this big kind of calculated new channel, new platform, new thing. Probably the least scary place that you could show up right now on video, as soon as you're done with this podcast, you could go over there and make a quick video, is inside Instagram Stories. This sub-platform of Instagram is much more casual, which means you can totally show up with no makeup. You could be sweating, you could be in the middle of your walk or on the block, it doesn't matter, you can still post video on Insta Stories. Plus, there are these handy filters, which make us look, you know, all the more beautiful and feel all the more confident. So throw a filter on, a fun one if you have, you know, a fun one with glasses and lipstick or whatever, eyelashes, and and have fun with it and just do that kind of quick Instagram story. And another really impactful place to show up on video is IGTV, which is also a sub-platform of Instagram. Now these are longer, usually more planned out videos that are posted to Instagram. If you try it once, you will see the impact it's gonna have on your business. Your IGTV views will likely be much higher than your typical Instagram feed views for a static post. You can set it so your IGTV video shows up in your Instagram feed and you can create kind of a collection of videos, almost like a YouTube channel, except on Instagram. You're not getting the amazing search engine that YouTube is, they're owned by Google, and it's hard to beat any kind of power behind search when it comes to that, but at least you'll have a place your audience can go to find video content regularly on your Instagram page. Now the most terrifying, but the also the most impactful place to show up on video is live video. You can go live on your Facebook page, in a Facebook group, or on Instagram, Instagram. And I know it's scary, but I'm going to give you a formula for doing a live video that is going to take the fear out of that for you. Here are my quick tips for feeling confident on any of those video platforms we just talked about. First of all, set up an area in your house that's strictly for video. I learned this after trying to clean up one too many toys in the background of my videos. You don't need any fancy equipment. I use my phone or I have a webcam for my computer and that's all I'm doing right now. You also don't need any fancy recording software. If the video is just of you talking, you can open a meeting room in Zoom, you can lock it so nobody can come in, you can hit record and there's your video. But having this area in your house that's always set up and ready to go for video is really handy. I have a tiny office in my house that I managed to make out of a corner somewhere and I have the background kind of staged for video. I really didn't do a whole lot People get very extravagant with their backgrounds. I like a nice, clean kind of um, not. I guess, minimalist background, but it's it's up to you and your style and your brand. And I leave a ring light there along with my microphone and my video camera that goes on my computer, the webcam. So the whole thing is ready to go when I need to get on video. And again, you don't need that fancy equipment, but I will link to everything I use in the show notes in case you are ready for a more advanced setup and you're looking to see kind of what I have set up in my little space. My second tip is I know you're gonna, laugh, but it's to create a hype playlist. This sounds so corny, you guys, I know, but you have to do it. You have to try it. You have to bring energy when you get on video. People can sense when you're getting all Eeyore on them, when you're like, you know, the energy has been zapped from you and you might not even realize you're doing this. I'm really guilty of this. You'll be tired after a long day of work and getting the kids in bed and you hop on to create a video. All of a sudden, the bags under your eyes look more like black eyes and you can barely put a Sentence together, you wouldn't believe how much listening to music before you get on video can really shift your energy. Especially if you're planning on going live, you need to be listening to your hype playlist ahead of hitting that go live button. I promise, just try it. I don't care if it's Madonna or whatever you listen to, Celine Dion, Jay Z, you know, I don't know, Coldplay, whatever. Whatever gets your energy up, whatever gets you going, you've just got to raise that energy level so that your audience feels that connective that connective piece with you and just feels your energy. Next, make sure you have an outline. I know in the beginning, it can be really tempting to script out your whole video so you don't lose track of what you were saying, but it's always awkward. People can really sense when you're doing that and when you are not speaking genuinely. So I would suggest using bullet points to list out the three major points, no more than that, that you wanna make in your video and just leave it at that. If later down the road you are going to record professional video for a course or for a launch and you need to do a script, then you can get a teleprompter and all that fun stuff. But for now, just print your outline out on paper, jot it down on some stickies in front of you, and that will do just fine. Now my next tip is about the content of your video. You're thinking like, I know Alyssa, I'm supposed to show up on video, but what am I talking about on this video? And that's gonna be different depending on your goals and how you're building your community online. But my suggestion would be to always teach your audience something. Your audience, they want your help, with whatever your niche is, or they want your advice on something because that's why they chose to follow you. So teach them one or two things per video they can turn right around and use right away. That's what they're going to love, those quick wins. Serve your audience those tips and they will be forever thankful for you. My last tip is to keep it short and sweet. The amount of viewers you have on a video decreases each minute of your video. Just like when we do turn in talks with our kids, I don't know if you guys do this, but I always try to end the turn in talks when they are really high energy and still talking because I know if I let their turn in talk kind of die out, then I've lost them. You wanna do the same thing with your video. While the energy is still kind of high as far as viewership or where you think you are with that, you wanna avoid going on and on and on until it's been so long and you've hammered in the point so hard that everyone has stopped watching. of sheer boredom. Don't drone on and on. Stick to your three bullet points, then end it. Quick, simple takeaways and end it while the energy is still high. Okay, the next, I said that was my last tip, but I have one more thing to say that's really a requirement, and I know you've heard me talk about this before. You need to make every effort to get captions on your videos. I have to admit, I don't always do this. I don't always spend the extra time captioning my longer videos, like IGTV videos or the videos I did for my launch. I really should have captioned those, but I ran out of time but I always caption my Insta Stories. It does not have to be a full caption, it can just be the little summary of what you're saying, but if you're posting Insta Stories with no captions and no interactives, you're not optimizing that platform. Insta stories are meant to be very interactive. You know you've heard me say this. Many, many people listen to the stories without sound. Still others like me have the sound on, but we can't hear you over our ridiculously noisy children. Or like me, people watch the video in the middle of the night when they wake up thinking about weird things like business strategy and their husband is fast asleep beside them and they can't turn the volume on. So please, I'm begging you, caption your stories so I can see what you're talking about when I don't have sound on. Now, some of you may be thinking, all of this sounds doable, but you know what, Alyssa, I'm just going to skip the live video part. I don't think I need to go live. Why do I need to go live? You know, I don't even have a big audience. Who am I talking to? The thing is that live video packs some extra um for your business because of the interactive piece. People feel like they're part of something, like, like something's happening right now and I'm going to be part of it. It's why apps like Periscope, do you remember that one where people were going live? I actually miss that app a lot. Um, where people were going live all over the world and you could kind of see what was going on. It's like you're getting a bird's eye view of what's going on. And stuff. they lo- People love that. People love to ask questions and chit chat and see what's going on in your world. And I have a few extra tips for you that are specific to live video so that you are you can get on live video with confidence. Now your first video is probably gonna stink. You're pro- not literally but actually maybe literally, you're probably going to sweat. I've been talking about sweating a lot in this podcast today you will probably end the whole thing early because you're a total wreck and you're like, let me just end this because this is bad. But each time you do a live video, I promise it gets a little easier. It gets a little more fun. I told you how my first video was a disaster, but now when I go live, I really look forward to it. It's like a big party. It's my chance to really hang out with my audience and that's the purpose of that video style and it can be really powerful. With live video, my number one piece of advice is do not wait for someone to come on the live video to start. Just start. Just jump right in and start talking as if you already have an audience of 50 people, even if you're talking to nobody, because most people will watch your video on replay and they are not gonna sit around for three minutes while you stall talking about what you had for dinner and saying things like, I'm just waiting for a few more people to get in and then I'll start. They're not gonna wait for that. Just pretend you are recording the video and just start. Sometimes I'll say something like, you know, I know a lot of you are gonna watch this on the replay, so I'll just start. Just begin. And then always reserve the first few minutes of your live video for housekeeping stuff. So start by telling them what you're gonna be teaching in the video so they know what to expect. Give them their purpose for being there and why they should stick around and let them know that at the end, you'll answer any questions they have if that's the format you choose to use of answering questions at the end rather than throughout. I get really distracted by questions during the video. So I kind of stop every once in a while and answer questions, but I don't answer them in, in real time as they come up. But you got to pick what works for you. Now every few minutes you can, if you can do it without getting off topic, do that stop for a minute and either answer questions if you want to or at least greet people that have come into the room and respond to their comments because I know that some people like to wait till the end of the video to deal with any kind of comments or questions, but that can be boring. That's just like watching a recorded video and then the person you know, might address you at the end. I came to a live video to interact with you. I wanna know that you see me there and you acknowledge that I'm there. So, you know, you don't want to be greeting someone every time they join your live video or that's going to get really distracting, but stop every once in a while to engage in conversation with your audience and then keep it moving. You don't have to talk to every single person. Just engage with a few of the comments. Keep it moving. Stick to your bullet points. And when it's time to go, answer any leftover questions and don't forget to give them a clear call to action after watching your video. That's the most important part. One last tip I learned the hard way, always have a drink nearby and that drink should have a straw in it. And you can even have several types of drinks if you want, but make sure it has a straw. It is not flattering to take a sip of your seltzer on video. I learned that the hard way. And don't have any glass objects within your reach if you talk with your hands. Yes, I also learned that the hard way. I shattered something during a live video and I just laughed it off and my audience laughed it off too. Things happen, that's what makes live video so unique and exciting and so we're just gonna go with it. We're just gonna go with the imperfect. Which one of these video formats are you going to try out in your business this week? Let's commit to one, okay? So remember, done is better than perfect. It does not need to be polished and fancy schmancy to be wonderful, a wonderful video that serves your audience. Instead, you just need to have clarity around the platform you're using and how video can work best to communicate your message to your audience. So let me know what you're going to try. Are you going to try Insta stories? Are you going to try IGTV? Are you going to go live? I would love to hear what you plan to try out. Make sure to DM me at after this episode on Instagram at teacherbynaptime. Let me know your video goals for this week because getting visible means getting vulnerable. And remember, that's what sets you apart. You've got this. I'm here for you. And I can't wait to see what you come up with. Thanks so much for listening to the Teacher Hustle Podcast. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button to get the latest episodes. If you have a question for me about marketing, mindset, momming, or even life in general, really anything along the lines of anything that I talk about, you can send me a voice recording over at alissamcdonald.com slash Alyssa. That's A-L-I-S-S-A. No, I could never get those personalized pencils when I was in elementary school because I spelled my name with an I. Anyway, if you have a question and you send me a voice recording, who knows, your question might be featured on the next podcast. I can't wait to connect with you and I'll see you back here next week.